Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So you can thank Joe Biden. So let's go, Brandon Cowbell. Going to start the show off with that today. Thank Joe Biden, Joe Manchin, Kirsten Sinema, and the Democrats for a massive tax hike that made its way through the Senate. It'll be making its way to Biden's desk next week as the Democrat House passes it as well. Massive tax hikes, more inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, um, I'm going to title this show today, We Have Got to Get Away from These People Because We Must. Their destruction of this country is intentional. and This is not by accident. Make absolutely no mistake. I'll walk through what, what you can expect out of this disaster that passed the Senate this weekend in this show Today, I got a lot more, a lot of video, even Bernie Sanders like, hey, what's going on here? What's going on here? Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on what is a very, very big news day this Monday. Let's get right to it. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joseph, let's go. Let the games begin, brother. Yeah. Oh, and there were a lot of games this weekend, my good man. Again, you can thank Manchin and Cinema in the Senate primarily. Two fake moderates. As I've told you over and over, gosh, I just want to be wrong. This is not a, hey, look at me, pat it about. I don't care about any of that stuff. As my Aunt Jane used to say, God rest her soul, self-praise stinks. And it does. But I have warned everyone listening to this show repeatedly. Most Republicans up on Capitol Hill are really Democrats. They helped the Democrats pass that, that disastrous corporate welfare chips bill. They will do anything to help the Democrats. That disastrous red flag bill for guns. Republicans got that passed with the Democrats. Remember that. Because why? Because most Republicans on Capitol Hill are really Democrats. Don't ever forget it. But, but, but. No Democrats on Capitol Hill are really Republicans. The Capitol Hill Democrats, especially on the Senate side, Cinema and Manchin, had an opportunity to assist the Republicans in stopping a massive tax hike, a massive corporate welfare bill for Green New Deal companies, a massive inflation producing bill this weekend known as the Inflation Production Act. They hilariously call it the Inflation Reduction Act. And what did they do, Joe Manchin and Cinema? Double barreled, family friendly, double barreled. Right to you. Because why? Because no Democrats, none, zero, are really Republicans. All 50 plus Kamala Harris, the cackler, voted for a massive inflation production act with a massive tax hike, with massive corporate welfare. They don't care. Not only that. There's a portion of this bill I don't think you've really heard about in detail about how they now want to expand the IRS budget, but more than doubling and tripling the IRS budget to come and audit you to get more money from you. They're scared, the Democrats, by the way, that you're going to see what's in this bill. I'm hearing this from multiple people. This is one of those Nancy Pelosi 
You're going to have to pass it so you can see what's in it. Remember that, Joe, with Obamacare? Uh, You're going to have to pass it to see what's in it. This is another one of those. I'm hearing from very good people, not like big deep six uh, CIA sources. These are just people up on Capitol Hill who's staff and familiar with this stuff. The Democrats are terrified you're going to start looking at what's in the Inflation Reduction Act. It hasn't passed the House yet. It will likely this week. Call your representatives now. Hopefully it'll make a difference. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if we can get peel off one or two Democrats. How do I know they're scared? You know, the Democrats have been telling us for two years, you know, COVID's going to kill us all. Put your mask on. We're all going to die. The zombie apocalypse is coming. We're going to see Officer Rick from The Walking Dead soon as COVID turns everyone into walking zombies. We heard that, right? So the, um, the House and the Senate... Um, the House and the Senate, they, they have their own separate set of rules. They have some rules about COVID, too. Ian Miller from Outkicks reporting that the Democrats abandoned their COVID protocols to vote on their bill this weekend to suit their agenda. He notes after years of obsessively following and promoting COVID-related policies, Democrats are abandoning their precious mass testing policy now that it suits their political agenda. Because what were they afraid of, Joe? They were afraid senators would show up for some testing because they needed every single bill. What do you think they were afraid of, Joe? One of them might test (laughs) positive. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they just said, you're all going to die of COVID. Put your masks on and take your vaccine or we'll fire you. You deplorable, smelly Walmart hayseed losers, right? You do that. But we need to pass the Inflation Production Act. So we're going to abandon that. Everyone get in here. Well, what if they've got COVID? Doesn't matter. Wink it or not. You can read the story in the newsletter if you'd like to see it yourself. They're lying about the bill, too. Just so we tie that together, I don't like leaving open ends. They knew if they did the testing protocol, someone may test positive. They don't. If they're so proud of this bill, you'd think they wouldn't mind. I mean, they've still got, you know, a couple of weeks where they could pass this thing. You'd think they'd wait. No, they need this thing rushed through. Why? Because they want to pass it before you see what's in it. That's why they worked over the weekend. A bunch of Senate losers. You can't get to work for a week. You can't get them to work during the week. Forget about weekends. Why would they work all weekend? Because they're desperate to pass it before you see what's in it. And they're lying about it too. One of the components they don't want you to see is a massive expansion of the IRS and their ability to come and target you, the middle class. They are lying about it. Here is my former opponent in a United States Senate race in Maryland, I ran against this guy. Here is Ben Cardin, who is is, is acting like a diaper here. He's totally full of crap. Here's Ben Cardin. When asked about this IRS thing, $80 billion in the Inflation Reduction Act, $80 billion for the IRS. Their budget's like, what, $10, $12 billion? So that's kind of weird. You want an expansion of a multiple times a regular budget? Uh, what, What is that for? He's like, don't worry, don't worry. It's for like services and enhancement and stuff. Oh, it is. Okay, listen to Ben Cardin lie about it. Can you understand how 87,000 new IRS agents would scare the heck out of millions of Americans? Millions of Americans aren't going to be impacted by that other than getting better service from the IRS, having their telephone answered, getting the questions they need in order to comply with our tax laws. The auditing is going to be focused on those of high income, the large corporations, etc. So uh, there's no reason to be fearful. And if you have paid your taxes and if you comply with our laws, you should want to make sure everyone else does. 
So it's about service enhancements and auditing rich people. It is. Well, you know, facts always matter. You know, Joe, little things like facts always get in the way with these buffoons. What Ben Cardin isn't telling you is that 75% of audits by the IRS are directed with people who made $200,000 or less. Why is that? Because when they audit rich people, rich people do this crazy thing. They go and get lawyers because they can afford them. They fight the IRS for years and the IRS loses a large swath of those cases. So it's not worth it for the IRS to target rich people most of the time. They target you. See, Ben Cardin doesn't want you to know that. He wants you to think it's all about service enhancements and IRS customer service people picking up the phone if you have questions. <laughs> that's, that's funny. The data don't say that. We'll get to that in a second. Hold that in your head. So the Democrat talking point, because again, they're scared you're going to start looking at it. So wait, 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 the Democrats just voted on a bill so I can get audited and it hikes my taxes. Oh yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did. So they got to lie about it. Here's Richard Blumenthal. You know, Richard Blumenthal made himself out to be John J. Rambo. He's, he, thinks, he thinks he's a war hero, Richard Blumenthal. Here's Richard Blumenthal just straight up lying about the IRS provision here again, too, they, because they don't want you to see it. Check this out. I think the IRS is going to target the highest income Americans, as uh, the saying goes. That's where the money is. That's where they're going to look to collect. The idea that there's going to be this army of IRS agents defending, descending on the average American is just preposterous. Okay, uh, again, Richard Blumenthal is giving you the double-barreled family-friendly. The guy has a history of dishonesty and lying and is just making it up. They're not coming after you just like Ben Cardin. Now, you understand that's the talking point they were given, right? Don't let America know we just voted for a bill to go make sure we hunt them down for more tax money. Don't let them know that. Tell them it's only for rich people. Okay, so we do actual facts on the show. Again, one of them being three quarters of audits are directed at people making $200,000. You can look that up, by the way. They're coming after you. And they're going to be coming after you a lot more often. How do we know? Because the facts freaking matter. That's why. Wall Street Journal. I put this story in the newsletter today. I don't typically do it because it's subscriber only. But if you'd like to check it out, you can. It's called the IRS is about to go beast mode. Here's what the bill actually does, because the facts matter. I thought they're only coming after rich people and it's for services. The bill earmarks $45.6 billion for enforcement. Enforcement, including litigation, criminal investigations, investigative technology, digital asset monitoring, and a new fleet of tax collector cars. The results will be far more audits, civil suits, and criminal referrals. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to. Yeah, I'm very proud of the fact I got into a big fight this weekend on my show, the Fox Show, in the rebuttal um, with a Democrat operative. And he, you know, he said to me like he was saying, "Oh, Republicans voted for a lot of debt too." And I said, "You're correct. I've already said that on my show. Debt is bad. Will you at least admit it?" He wouldn't even admit the debt is bad. So the debt was bad when Republicans did it, but adding more debt is great when Democrats do it. You understand how unprincipled these people are? They are lying to your face. I just showed you what's in the bill. The IRS budget is about 10 to 12 billion. The bill gives them 45.6 billion for criminal investigations. I mean, what? Did you ever get tired of getting lied to on the left? 
Ever? Do you ever tell the truth about anything? I tell the truth. Yes. Many Republicans act like Democrats and do dumb things, including running up government debt, because it's the right thing to do to call it out. Do you ever call out your party for BSing people? What about their other talking point? Their other talking point that, no, this is just for services. It's going to be better customer service. Really? Facts matter, man. The journal notes, despite all this new money, Americans shouldn't expect a better IRS service. The agency in the 2022 filing season answered a mere 10% of its phone calls. A taxpayer advocate service revealed in June that as of May 31st, the IRS was still sitting on 21.3 million unprocessed returns with millions of taxpayers waiting six months or more to receive their refunds. Yet the Schumer mansion bill folks devotes how much, how much of the bill folks only 3.2 billion for taxpayer services. Over 10 times that is for criminal investigations and new civil suits and quote litigation. Again, I, I, I know I'm not, Remember, this show isn't for liberals. They just do nothing but send me death threats and crap their diapers and foam at the mouth and pee on themselves and scream and pull their own hair out when they watch this show. This show is directed, however, at people who are sane and reasonable who may say to themselves for once, yeah, okay, I didn't vote for that. Folks, they're just lying. They lie all the time. That is not what's in the bill, that this is primarily directed at service enhancements. But what about the Inflation Reduction? I mean, folks, it is called the Inflation Reduction Act. So so surely there's some evidence out there that this bill is going to reduce inflation. I mean, it is called the Inflation Reduction Act. It's not a lot to ask. I mean, it's not a lot to ask for the Inflation Reduction Act to reduce inflation, right? Right. So now keep in mind, the largely discredited CBO, which rarely gets anything right, And they rarely get anything right for a reason. The CBO is stacked with Keynesians and leftists. Leftists who will always err on the side of nonsense. I'm sorry. And the CBO only gives you the, only works off the inputs you give them. It's a long, I've been bashing the CEO for a long time. None of this is new. But it's really strange because the Democrats will always cite the CBO when they think an outcome will be favorable to them. And then when the CBO, based on the inputs you gave them in the Inflation Reduction Act, comes to the conclusion, and they're left-leaning the CBO, they almost never err on the side of conservative economic thought. When the left-leaning CBO says, hey, listen, the Inflation Reduction Act isn't going to do anything to reduce inflation, it's kind of strange how the Democrats and the media are really quiet about that. Really quiet. Someone wasn't, though. Joe, take your nitroglycerin tabs. This is an Elizabeth, <laughs> I'm coming for you moment. Bernie said, Bernie said, oh! I got three bitch. Bernie Sanders of all people. The billionaires, the billionaires. Bernie Sanders, I guess, figuring now, it, Bernie wanted a higher corporate tax rate, so don't think he was doing any of this out of principle. Bernie's an epic fraud. He's a clown. But Bernie, by the way, voted for the bill anyway. I just want you to understand what a fraud this guy is, right? Having said that, I think Bernie Sanders realizes he's in real trouble. Bernie Sanders, so you understand what's going on in his head before I play this cut of him. Blind squirrel gets a nut once in a while, folks. Even Bernie Sanders, billionaires, billionaires, even Bernie, right? 
Bernie wants to, quote, reduce inflation via a massive tax hike. Tax hikes on the middle class, tax hikes on the wealthy, tax hikes on uh, corporations. That's what he wants. He thinks he can dry up the money in the economy. Is everybody following me by taxing it out? Jeez. So he doesn't like the fill of the fact that the tax hikes in the mansion cinema Biden bill, the massive tax hikes aren't massive enough for him. So that's why Bernie Sanders went to the House floor to say this. It was not out of principle. But remember, he's criticizing the bill called the Inflation Reduction Act. Check this out. I want to take a moment to say a few words about the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that we are debating uh, this evening. And I say so-called, by the way, because according to the CBO and other economic organizations who have studied this bill, it will, in fact, have a minimal impact on inflation. I would. I mean. He's he's just reading what the CBO said, by the way, he's not he's not lying. He's not lying. They did say that because it will have a it'll have matter of fact, it will have an actual impact on inflation. The CBO is playing it down. It'll make it worse. How spending hundreds of billions of dollars of more money on green subsidies for electric vehicles and other stuff that we don't have that's being taken from you, spending it so they have to print it. We don't have it. How that's going to solve the inflation problem that was the result of printing money. You have to be a moron to believe that. But again, don't for a second believe, oh, Bernie's a principal guy. He is a fraud. Sanders is doing this because he wanted more taxes. And when inflation, here's what's here again, here's the backstory. I don't mean to overplay this hand, but it's important you understand this. These people are total liars and unprincipled. Bernie later on, he knows after this bill passes, which it will this week. I hope it doesn't, but it will call your House of Representatives member today. Today, it's important. Bernie knows inflation is going to get worse. He wants to be on the record later. Mark my words. He wants to be on the record later saying, you see, if we just would have done higher tax hikes like the communist I am, we could have stopped the inflation. And look, I predicted it. Joe, can you flag it, please? I should have said I'm sorry. It's because yeah. it's important because hey. it will happen. Flag it. Watch when inflation goes up. Thank you. He'll say, oh, oh, I don't get for higher taxes. I don't know what happened. And now that the Joint Committee on Taxation, again, another committee staffed with largely left-leaning economists and e e econometric thinkers, said that the Inflation Reduction Act is a tax hike across the board for nearly all income levels, including those below 400000 Joe Biden and the Democrats are desperate to pass the thing because they don't want that getting out there. It is a massive tax hike on you. But what about his pledge? What about Joe Biden's pledge not to raise taxes and anyone making 400000 or less? What about that? I got more on that coming up after this. Folks, they got video and I got proof. Again, these people are lying. Today's show, it's frustrating. I'm really, it's really frustrating. He's like this morning, he's like, listen, I'm just scared for the future of this country. I said, you know what? We got to get away from these people. We have got to get away from these people. They are destroying the place on purpose. I'll get to that in that video coming up in a second. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. 
Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. So again, in the Inflation Reduction Act, which even Bernie had to admit trying to save himself won't do nothing to stop inflation, arguably will make it worse. There are also massive tax hikes in the bill. Many of those tax hikes are going to affect people who make less than $400,000 a year. But didn't Joe Biden promise that he wasn't going to hike your taxes? Well, now he has. This is why they're rushing it through. Here, check out this video. This is from uh, the RNC showing the little back and forth about how this guy's completely lying and how the, the Joint Committee on Taxation is already acknowledging it's a lie. Guarantee, a promise. I've never broken my word. Anyone making less than $400,000 will not see one single penny in their tax raise. President Biden breaking his promise not to raise taxes on the middle class. The Senate Democrats look to fast track a bill that multiple now nonpartisan experts say would raise taxes on nearly all Americans. Give you my word as a Biden, no one making less than $400,000 a year will see a penny in their taxes raised. The average tax rate for nearly every income bracket would increase. I will not impose any tax increase on people making less than $400,000. Taxes will rise by $16.7 billion in 2023 on Americans earning less than $200,000 a year. Again, folks, it's not me saying it. It's just me repeating what their own joint committee on taxation has said. I can't repeat this enough. This is a massive tax hike. Now, there was an amendment submitted. Mike Crapo, a Republican senator from Idaho, tried to protect people making $400,000 a year from being targeted by these new IRS agents. Because now not only are you more likely to get audited, you're also going to have your taxes go up. So Crapo said at a minimum, let's at least protect these $400,000 earners or less, people who are middle class, upper middle class and below. Let's protect them at least from an audit. Well, as Sam Janney from Twitchy noted, this is not about the rich paying their fair share. Democrats are protecting those who make $400,000 a year more from being targeted by, by 87,000 uh, new, uh, new IRS agents. Let me just sum this up. The headline's a little confusing. Crapo submitted amend an amendment protecting people who make less from these audits. The Democrats, all of them, voted no. Why would they vote no? Because the goal of the Inflation Production Act is to get you audited and hike your taxes. Well, I mean, what more evidence do you need? They could have went on the record. Nope. Nope. But what about, you've surely heard in the bill, oh, in the bill, the, the, the Democrats are lowering drug price. They are. They're lowering drug prices by price controls? That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice little party trick. Joe, did you know this, that the government can just say, we hereby declare our right to prima nocta. And do we, the government can control the price by declaring it? <laughs> Bravehearts, did you know no, that? No. Why don't they do that for... I, uh, crazy, right? Yeah. So why don't they do that for everything else? Why doesn't the government just declare college be cheaper to... Oh, that's right. They tried. They keeps getting more expensive. 
Why don't they just declare iPhones are less expensive? Why don't they? Why don't they just do that? Eh, gasoline. Get, fellas. I'm embarrassed and horrified. You and Justin both thought of that at the same time, and I didn't. I'm actually quite embarrassed. I'm not kidding. I was not huh. even in my head. Why can't the government just lower the price of gas? Such a great point. Hat Damn tip, straight. you guys. Not hat. No hat tip to me. Why can't they just do that? Why not? What's stopping them? Because, folks, a price and the asset allocation and, uh, and the resource allocation is not determined by the government. Every single thing on planet Earth is scarce. Everything. Nothing is unlimited. Nothing. You can, you can allocate resources, a doctor's time, food, farm products, whatever it may be, oil. You can price them or ration them. If you eliminate the price mechanism, as they're trying to do with this price control portion of the bill, you're going to get rationing. It's as simple as that. Or what's going to happen is, as Democrats now in this bill put a cap, artificial cap on drug prices, you're like, oh, that's a great idea. Drug prices aren't going to go up. No, they are going to go up for you. What do you mean for me? You're not on Medicare? They're going to just do what's called, and you can look it up because this show we do actual facts. They do what's called cost shifting. When Medicare says to hospitals, you can only charge us this for this patient, right? And you can charge us X. Well, if the hospital's losing money on X, what do you think they do, Joe? They charge the other patient Y even more to make up for it. Mm -hmm. Wall Street Journal. Democrats vote to raise drug prices. This is what's happened in healthcare more broadly. Medicare's long paid hospitals and physicians below the cost of treating patients. Below the call, well, how does a hospital make money? Well, to compensate, hospitals and physicians charge private insurance plans more. That's you. Private insurers, on average, pay about twice as much as Medicare for hospital services and 43% more to physicians. I, 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 again, folks, I know, liberals, I know you're stupid. I know you, you may not have been born stupid, but you learned stupid. I get that. Oh, dad, you're going to insult them. I don't give a damn. Do you understand basic math? If a pharmaceutical company is charging X to make a profit on its R&D and its drug, and you say no, you have to charge X minus 500%, they're either not going to make the drug or charge everyone else more. Is this freaking hard? Low drug prices. Yeah, good job. Good job, fellas, on the left. You're lowering the government. They're, they're so great at lowering prices. Gas college education, healthcare, drugs. They've done such a great job. People fall for this crap. It is so embarrassing. Gosh, what is it like to be so stupid as a leftist every morning to wake up with an IQ in the double digits? We got to get away from these people, folks. Let me get to that in this upcoming piece. A poll just came out. It's now obvious. Liberals don't want to live with us. That's fine. And we don't want to live with them either. I'll get to that in a second. Let me get to my next sponsor. But I, I, it's just time. It's time. Let's engage right now in reinvigorated federalism. Let's shrink the impression of the federal government to its constitutional role. And let the states do what they want to do so we can get away from these morons. It's too much. Just, I love this place, folks. And, you know, like he said this morning, it's so hard to watch it just all being incinerated. It's just painful. 
I believe we'll fix it, but it's hard to watch. Okay. So we've got to get away from these people. We have to. I believe in the country, but I believe the country needs a radical dose of experimentation. And what do I mean by that? Folks, if you leftists really believe the government can control drug prices, forget drug prices, any price, despite the fact that we are ironically living with a Democrat Senate, a Democrat House, and a Democrat president, and the same Democrats telling us they can control drug prices, can't control any price as inflation explodes at 8.5% year over year. You fell for that. You, do you understand the disconnect there? We're Democrats. We're going to control drug prices. You can't control any price right now. These same idiots telling us, yes, we're doing everything we can to expand uh, oil and gas production. You mean like canceling golf leases, canceling uh, uh, Anwar, canceling Keystone? You mean oh, the evidence is right there. We've got to get away from these people. It is time for radical experimentation. Let the blue states do their blue state thing, which they're already doing, and let them collapse into total madness. Because there's no other way. There is no other way for them to get through to the left that your policies are a metastasizing cancer on the globe. The only way is to have leftists experience the ramifications of their own voting decisions. And it's not happening because we constantly come in and save them. Giuliani saved New York. You have this all the time. Things get bad. Republicans come in and fix it temporarily. And then they go back to destroying their own place again. Axios. This is what I'm talking about. It's an article by uh, Margaret uh, Talov and David Nather. It's in the newsletter. Two America's Index, the red-blue migration. They took some kind of a poll and they note Republicans were more likely to consider moving to red states than blue states or swing states. Well, no big shocker. And Democrats were more likely to consider moving to blue states than red states or swing states. Why do I put this seemingly obvious talking point in there? Because it's not obvious to many people. You know, we don't want them here, okay? We do not want liberals in our states. I'm, listen, I am a strong advocate of liberty and freedom. I can't prevent people from moving. I'm never rude to people, but I'm not going to lie to you either. I don't want you in Florida, Libs. But the reason I bring this up is, folks, we have to be candid. You saw the poll. Libs don't want us around either. They don't want us around either. So if you just saw the poll, they'd rather be around their own blue state allies. So they're more likely to move to blue states. Fine. Let's shrink the federal government to its constitutional role so that the federal government isn't there to bail out blue states all the time. Let's do that. And by the way, oh, but red states get federal money. We don't want it. We don't want it. We want nothing to do with you. You do your thing and watch your experiment. A massive expansion of of government schools, a massive expansion of state budgets, uncontrolled government Pensions, 80% tax rates. You do your thing and watch your states collapse. Just leave us the hell alone, please. You don't want to be near us. We don't want to be near you. Please don't come to Florida. Go to Massachusetts. Go to Illinois. Go to Maryland. Joe's like, don't send them to Maryland. <laughs> go, to, please. Do not, I, I love those states, but do not come down here. Do not come to Texas, Louisiana, nothing. 
Just go. We don't want you around. We don't want your handouts. We don't want your tax money. We don't want any of it. We have to get away from these people before this gets worse. There's a reason the states leading in job growth are Republican states. It's not an accident. There's a reason the top 10 murder rate cities are all cities led by Democrats or Democrat-leaning people who you know, claim their independence. There's a reason. It's not an accident. All right, folks, they'll, they'll, they'll hurt your kids, too. The process is the punishment for them. I said this over and over. Another reason we got to get away from these people. They will hurt your kids. Dan, I think you're being dramatic today. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not. They are about to pass a massive tax hike during a recession, a bill that is going to explode inflation and give a bunch of corporate welfare to billion-dollar chips companies and electric vehicle companies with your money. And you're telling me they're not going to hurt your kids too? They are a forest fire, the liberals. There is talk again in some of these places about bringing masks back. Again, you know this argument drives me crazy because there is zero evidence whatsoever about the efficacy, against stopping the spread with these cloth and surgical masks they have people wearing. So what's happening? Well, and a bit of good news, conservatives are getting smart. Liberty-loving parents are starting to sue. This is a great piece. Again, it's in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. School districts are starting to sour on mask mandates amid legal scrutiny and research questioning the effectiveness. Now, my friend Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch has an expression we bring up often on the show. The process is the punishment. Folks, lefties figured this out a long time ago. Suing people through the legal process is the punishment. Well, Dan, don't you have to win? No, it'd be nice to win, but the lawsuit is the punishment. Just ask the environmentalists. That's why Manchin, the fake, is claiming he's pushing for environmental permitting reform, and he's not. The permitting process for an environmental project or any project with an environmental impact is the punishment. They sue all the time. It's time for us to pay back the favor. Remember, Democrats don't believe in any of this COVID theater. They wanted to pass the Inflation Production Act. They threw the COVID theater out the window like that. They don't believe in any of this. You understand that? This is all a fake. I can prove it to you right here. This is great. Hat tip, Phil Kirpin. This is a Rhode Island health uh, bureaucrat who apparently is pro-mask in schools. So he's in this legal proceeding here, and he's asked a bunch of questions. I assume, uh, you know, under oath here, he's asked a bunch of questions about the research on masks. He believes in masks in schools. So you think as a health official, he would have read the more prominent research studies out there indicating that masks, the ones that the cloth and, and surgical ones specifically are not effective. You think he would have read that, right? I mean, they are bureaucrats, right? This is what they do. They are health, public health officials. I want you to listen to this guy flounder and stammer as he can't figure out what the, he hasn't heard of any of the research, any of the relevant research this guy mentions. And yet he wants your kids back in a mask. Check this out. I do not know this person. So you're not aware that she did a study using CDC data about um, masking of children in schools? Yeah, I'm not aware of this study. How about, um, how about a study from this year about face masks disrupting the holistic, holistic processing and face perception in school-aged children? Did you read that study? 
No, I'm not familiar with it. Did you read a study about fungal mass contamination in the COVID-19 era? No, I'm not familiar with this study. Yeah, I'm looking at a study on the physics of fluids that was published in January of this year. So it was after our trial, our hearing, and it talks about modeling the filtration efficiency of a woven fabric mask. Were you aware of this study? No, I'm, I'm not, as I said, I'm not aware of this study. And these are studies you're talking about that are, seem to be in really poorly known journals. And, and I, I'm just, I guess I'm not familiar with these poorly known journals. Are you aware of the Pediatric Infectious Disease Journal? Yes. Are you aware that in April of 2022, they published a study, the role of children and young people in the transmission of SARS-CoV-2? I'm not aware of the study. Are you aware that in that study, they concluded, quote, there is no convincing evidence to date, two years into the pandemic, that children are key drivers of the pandemic? I don't agree with that assessment. Uh, This is, that has got to be, we're going to spend a minute. That has to be one of the most tragically comical pieces of audio I've ever heard. Wants to mask your kids. Isn't aware of the data, relevant data, indicating the ineffectiveness of these masks. Then says, well, they're not well-known journals. Then he's asked about a journal he does know, says he does know the journal. Asked about a study in the journal he does know. It's a public health official. Hasn't heard of the study in the journal he does know. And then asked about the study he doesn't know in the journal he does know. A study he says he never read. He says he disagrees with the findings. He just said he never read. After only hearing the title. The the good point. He hasn't even heard the findings. But he disagrees. (laughs) Can. 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 (laughs) <laughs> I'm not, I, you know, sometimes I think you guys, ladies, you may think like I'm like when I'm struggling for the word, that's not a shtick. Like, I really don't know how to describe the freaking stupid. I've never heard of those journals. Have you heard of this one? Yes. I've heard of that one. Have you heard of the study saying your premise about the effectiveness of mass is wrong? Oh, uh, I have not heard of that study. Well, this is the title of the study. I disagree with the findings. You just said you don't know what the findings are. (laughs) Doorknob. (laughs) I've never heard that before. Total doorknob. (laughs) Stealing that. Doorknob. Thank you. What an idiot. This is it. These are the public health officials who are doing this to your kids. I don't know about this guy's politics, so I can't kind of like attach a political motive. I don't, and I don't get ahead of my skis on that. But let me say that mentality, the say or do anything to get your agenda passed, come to a conclusion first. I love masks and then find data later, even if it's not there. You understand that's exactly what happened. I didn't kind of intend this to be too cute by half, but that's, it just came to me now. That's exactly what happened with the Inflation Production Act. Come to a conclusion first. I want to expand government. I'm leftist kook Joe Biden and Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. I want to expand government. Is what your expansion of government bill does, is that in any way beneficial? No, but that doesn't matter. I will find data later, and if I don't have it, I'll make it up. It's no different than what you just saw. Gosh, it is frustrating, folks. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And there's been another um, grenade dropped in the Hunter Biden investigation. And folks, again, I'm getting some traffic. 
Yeah, I don't again. I want to sound like it's like crazy inside baseball. It's just regular people up on the media environment who call me and and tell me stuff. The left wing media is really starting to panic right now about Hunter Biden. I know, I know. You're like nothing's going to happen. I get it. I'm not, I'm just tell. I'm just hang with me, please. It's an important story, and uh, folks, the date today is very important. It is eight, eight. I said it that way intentionally. Don't you dare mention the date or you're a freaking white supremacist, you understand? And we'll get to that later in the show. But, so I'm, I'm not going to, again, spend too much time on this, but the Dinkins effect, the David Dinkins effect is uh, kicking in. What the hell is the David Dinkins effect? Well, you podcast listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've been listening for a long time, if you're my P1 audience, as they call them in the industry, your most loyal listeners. I grew up in New York City. David Dinkins was the first uh, black mayor of New York City. He was a far left liberal. Media loved him. They went crazy over him. Um, the headlines were amazing. Oh, my gosh, David Dinkins, he may be the Messiah. It was incredible. Well, David Dinkins did what liberals do. He did liberal stuff. And New York City descended into total madness. David Dinkins, eventually, because the city became so bad, Dinkins lost to Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani fixed the city up. And years later, they knew they had a problem. The media had to save liberalism, but it was hard to save liberalism with the New York media. It was hard to save it because the last time New Yorkers experienced liberalism, they experienced David Dinkins and Rudy Giuliani one. So what, is the, what do the liberals always do? In order to save liberalism, they always blame a person, not liberalism. It wasn't David Dinkins' fault. He just did what liberals do, which is what Joe Biden's doing right now. But because people can't stand Joe Biden because he's a liar, he's a fraud, he's corrupt, and his economy's tanking, inflation's out of control, the media's doing what? Don't ever forget the Dinkins effect. The media will never criticize liberalism. They'll criticize a person. In other words, Joe, liberalism isn't the problem. It's just this idiot who screwed liberalism up. Oh, you, okay. you dig? Yeah. Everybody, try, I know you've heard this a thousand times, the Dinkins no, no. effect. He could probably repeat it. Yeah, never. That's funny. But they're doing it now with Biden. They realize this is a disaster. They realize after the Inflation Production Act, it's going to get worse, despite what they're telling you. They need a way to get rid of them. Oh, look, all of a sudden you're seeing all these outlets report on, look at this, another meeting. Joe Biden met, this is from the Daily Mail, read this piece in my newsletter. Then Vice President Joe Biden met with two Chinese energy executives in the West Wing. It was the 15th, all caps, by the way, Meeting with businessmen tied to his son's company, who days later sent Hunter a fawning email offering to fix his $102,000 luxury electric vehicle. Look, I don't want to read this whole thing, but here, here's a couple bullet points from this piece. Chinese energy officials in the White House when Joe Biden's the vice president. Two executives for this Chinese energy company secured a meeting with Biden in the West Wing in July of 2014. According to White House visitor logs, a client of Hunter Biden's company, Seneca Global, partnered with this company in 2012 on a $1.25 billion natural gas plant in China. Four days after the meeting, one of the executives emailed Hunter, offering to service his $102,000 Fisker sports car and inviting the VP's son for a visit. Joe's meeting with the two execs is one of 15. He met with the businessman linked to his son. I said I was going to read it. I had to read them all because they get worse. Sorry. Folks, what does the blackmail file China has on Joe Biden look like? Remember, this Daily Mail article is dated August 5th. Folks, 
It is eight, eight. There, lad, keep that in your head. It's three days later. Why are we just finding this out now about the 15th now meeting between Joe Biden and his son's Chinese business partners? What does the blackmail file look like on Joe Biden? Now, this, now this will make sense. You know, Mr. Potato Head over at CNN uh, was the gold medal winner for a while of, of, in the TV dopey media talking head Olympics. Um, since he's such a disgrace and I really feel bad for him, we've demoted him a little bit. Brian Stelter, who has a hilariously titled show, Unreliable Sources, because he is unreliable. Stelter said this this weekend. Uh, and Stelter, keep in mind, in 2020, which I'll get to in a second, was defending. You know what? Let's get, can we get to that first? Here was Brian Stelter in 2020. This is from Newsbusters. He said only weeks prior to the 2020 election, Stelter proclaimed that the Hunter Biden story was a, quote, manufactured scandal intended to smear the Biden campaign. So that's Stelter in 2020, potato head. Here's Stelter this weekend when the Democrats realize they've got to throw Joe Biden overboard to save liberalism. This is just what a coincidence, right? His stories are breaking about the blackmail file China probably has on Joe Biden. Total coincidence that this happened. Hunter, under federal investigation, charges could be coming at any time. This is not just a right wing media story. This is a real problem Mm -hmm. for the Bidens. Mm -hmm. Could he decide not to run for re-election, given his son? Look, they make they make decisions as a family, and um, they will make that decision uh, when it's time. But do you think they've talked about it yet? No. I thought it was a manufactured scandal. He brought up a good point, too. Becoming like a motley crew here. I mean, this is it's like the Gee and Joe and Joseph show. You guys get your own show. I'll put it up here. But seriously, it'd be great. I think we should do that. That'd be fun. We'll put it on my channel. He said, I thought it was Russian disinformation. So is Brian Stelter parroting Russian disinformation now? Uh, guys, I, again, I'm just asking, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm really not. I get it. Sometimes I can come off that way dealing with these idiots because I really can't stand them. <laughs> these idiots. I'm not trying to be a jerk. He said, but he did say that. It's a manufactured scandal, Russian disinformation. So what happened? You ever going to apologize? I tell you what happened. The Democrat, Brian Stelter's an activist. He's always been an activist. He's not a particularly good one either. The man is totally intellectually incompetent. But Stelter realizes that with the left-wing activists, they've got to throw Biden overboard. Now, how do I know that this is all being coordinated, whether they, you know, winks and nods or openly? All of a sudden, we're getting this, August 7th, the day before, 8, 8, the day before. Guilty plea, likely outcome in Hunter Biden case, legal experts say in the Washington Times. Wow. Wow. What a coincidence, Joe, right? A guilty plea, which would make this all go away, make this all kind of disappear. You may say, Dan, I thought you said they wanted to get rid of Biden. Yeah, they're trying to pressure Biden. But Biden's Justice Department is desperate to make this thing go away. You get what I'm saying? The Biden Justice Department, including the corrupt Merrick Garland, who's got his lips surgically attached to Biden's ass, is understanding the left-wing media is turning on them. And if the left-wing media turns on them to throw Biden overboard, who do you think is going to be there to protect them? The DOJ. All of a sudden, we hear the day before 8, 8, we hear the day before that there may be some kind of a deal in order to make, make this thing go away. Listen, I'm not a huge fan of the swamp rats. I'm not sure they're going to follow through. But Kevin McCarthy's this red state article by Nicarema 
is saying that they're, they're issuing preservation letters. They want people to start preserving documents, including those 51 former Intel officials who said that the Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation. Now, listen, I'm not uh, going to preemptively attack them because they haven't done it yet, but I'm expecting McCarthy to follow through. I want the minute we take over the House, if we do in November, Republicans don't blow it. I want to hear from those 51 former Intel officials and what information they use to come to the conclusion that the Hunter Biden laptop that Stelter called a manufactured scandal was Russian disinformation, despite the fact that it wasn't. Now, this has to be, I can't leave the show today uh, without talking about this. Fine. And then, then we'll get to 8 We're going to have to skip the American. I got a good American greatness story by Roger Kimball. I'll get to tomorrow, uh, maybe on the radio show later too. It's a great story about the Democrats' war on language, this little trick they use. I'll get to, don't miss tomorrow's show. I'll get to that. But I want to get to this first. Here's Eric Adams, the dreadful mayor of New York City. Joe, did we not warn about this guy? Fellas, oh, yeah. come on. Did we not? Over to the guy is a fake. I was a cop with this guy. He's a fake. We don't know each other personally. I didn't need to. Everybody knew he was a phony. So Eric Adams, he's complaining that the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is sending some illegal immigrants who cross the Texas border to New York City. Eric Adams is a diehard radical far leftist. Make no mistake. I'm telling you that's who he is. So instead of Eric Adams complaining to the Biden administration about the open border leading to this problem, what does he have to do? Because he's a fake, phony fraud, he figures if he blames Greg Abbott, the Republican governor of Texas, doing his best to shut the border flow down, for a border flow problem created by a Democrat, Joe Biden, that New Yorkers will be dumb enough to believe it. This is why you have to suffer the ramifications of your own voting decisions. I'm sorry, or nothing's going to change. He put out this tweet, this, this total zero, Adams. Greg Abbott used innocent people as political pawns to manufacture a crisis. This is hilarious. This guy is hilarious. He says, quote, New Yorkers are stepping up to fix it. That's our values. But we need the federal government's help, money, technical assistance, and more. That is hilarious. You need money. Well, the person who you say caused the problem, Greg Abbott, is dedicating tons of Texas taxpayer money to stop the problem Biden caused, while Biden takes away money from the border, and Eric Adams is complaining about Greg Abbott. Oh, they're taking away money from the border? Don't take it from me. Just listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre. Check this out. Why is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona? So um, we are not uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, we are cleaning up the mess the prior administration uh, left behind in their in their failed attempt uh, to build a wall. And I just want to be very, very clear here on day one. Uh, we return the money. Uh, the $8 billion the prior administration took from our military, we gave that back. Again, folks, the entire show today, do you want to do facts? You, you, you know, you want to play stupid games on the left, you can win stupid prizes. Someone should send that video to Eric Adams, who's now complaining about federal government money, as he blames Greg Abbott for taking Texas money to stop the problem he says is a problem in New York City. I can't follow the logic with these idiots anymore. I'm getting dumber by the minute doing this show covering leftist idiocy. And New Yorkers are like, I don't get it. Of course you don't. Liberal New Yorkers. All right, folks. Today's a very serious day. It is a solemn day. Um, I just want to warn you, don't dare mention this date, especially in liberal company. It is 8 8 uh, meaning if you mention the day to them, you are definitely a white supremacist, racist, fascist, Nazi. Um, 
How do I know that? Because an expert on MSNBC, the notorious Frank Fugazi, who magically got promoted to be a upper level executive in the FBI, has already warned us on a date like today. You bring that date up, white supremacy is definitely on your resume. No doubt about it. Check this out. We have to understand the adversary and the threat we're dealing with. And if we don't understand how they think, we'll never understand how to counter them. So it's the little things and language and messaging that matters. The president said that we will fly our flags at half mast until August 8th. That's 8-8. Now, I'm not going to imply that he did this deliberately, but I am using it as an example of the ignorance of the adversary that's being demonstrated by the White House. The numbers 8-8 are very significant in neo-Nazi and white supremacy movement. Why? Because the letter H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And to them, the numbers 8-8 together stand for Heil Hitler. So we're going to be raising the flag back up uh, at dusk on 8-8. No one's thinking about this. Oh! Right? No, well, it is. It is so good. It, it was so good, Guy actually texted me on a Sunday. He's like, Dan, Dan, tomorrow's 8 Eight. You see the way Frank says it, like he's such an authoritative. This, this idiot was in the FBI. And we end at that point with that clip every time for what reason? He goes, nobody's thinking about this. And then he says, you're ignorant if, you don't, if you're not thinking about this. Why is nobody thinking about this? Because only an a-hole would be thinking about that on August 8th. Like you. Only you, Frank Fagese. Only you. So August 8th will be known from this point forward. Fellas, every year, Joe, flag it permanently on your permanent flag yeah. file. Moving forward, 8-8 will be Frank Fugazi Day this point <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's definitely a month. Folks, don't mention it. Do not mention 8-8 today. Your liberal relatives will accuse you of being a Nazi, and they'll cite FBI expert Frank Fugazi. Fun show today, folks. A lot going on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Make sure you tune into my radio show later. And again, as I always say, if I may ask you for a favor, with humility and respect, please, I don't like to make, I'm, I'm not here to make demands, just asks. Please subscribe to my podcast. It is free on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It says follow or subscribe. It is absolutely free, but it helps us stay on the top charts and helps people uh, find our show. And we deeply appreciate that. You had us in the top 10 for a long time. So thanks a lot. See you on the radio show. Later. You just heard Dan Bongino.